I want to welcome you to Daily Drive Time Devotions. This is day two of our look together at uh, the fourth chapter of the book of John. We're going to be looking at verses 10 to 18 today. Yesterday, you remember, we started a look at this simply significant conversation between Jesus and a woman at a well. Jesus started with her heart. He asked her for a drink. To reopen channels of communication, someone has to switch channels. And she expresses her shock at this, that Jesus would say this. So he's got the conversation going because he was willing to go the second mile. He was willing to say something that got her to begin to talk with him. And when she expressed shock that he would even say anything to her, here's what Jesus had to say next. In verses 10 to 12, Jesus answered her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Sir, this woman said, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where are you going to get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us this well and drank from it himself and also his sons and his flocks and his herds? You see what Jesus does next? He appeals to the need that she has in her life and also the hope that she has that maybe God could do something about that need. He appeals to her hope when he uses these words, living water. You hear these words and the way that Jesus communicates, he says a lot to us about how to communicate the good news. When he says living water, he's helping her to move from something she knows to something she hasn't discovered as yet, from some felt need in her life to the real need that's in her life. And pictures have tremendous power to communicate. That's why Jesus used them so often. He was the master at this. I am the light. I am the door. I am the shepherd. I'm the bread of life. And here he is saying, I am the living water. When Jesus talks about living water here, Jesus is the living water. And so he gives her a picture to communicate hope, to communicate the good news. And by giving her a picture, he helps her to do something. He helps her to start asking questions. And sometimes when people ask you questions about the good news of Christ, that might sound threatening. It's not. Really, when people are asking questions, it's almost always a good thing. If I'm asking questions, there is hope. If I'm still asking questions, that means I'm still looking for answers. Even if I'm asking them in a very confrontive way, I'm still looking for answers. So she asked some questions. Now, she didn't understand everything. She begins to talk about our father, Jacob, from the Old Testament, and that he built this well, and what's this all about? But Jesus doesn't get drawn into all that. He keeps on the point, which is the living water, which is what she was asking about. And in verses 13 to 15, here's what Jesus says. Jesus answered, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water that I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water that I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. First, Jesus appealed to the hope that this woman had when he said the words living water. And then Jesus shows how that hope can be met. He appeals to her desire. And he shows this water, if you just ask for it, it would become a well of water springing up to eternal life. There's great pictures here. When Jesus is talking about living water, he says you'll never thirst. It, It flows constantly. You ever want more of life than you have? Everyone does. Everyone does. Because this life is not the life that we're meant to have. Eternal life, the life that God's going to give us in eternity is the life that we're meant to have. So, of course, we want more out of life than we have. When Jesus says never thirst, he says, I want to give you a a different kind of life that flows constantly all the way into eternal life. He says it's a 
spring of water. It flows freshly. It's new. It's not stagnant. The idea of a spring of water here is not a stagnant pond. It's always fresh water, always looking for fresh water in that day. He says it's welling up. It, it flows internally. It's welling up to eternal life. It flows eternally. This Samaritan woman hears all of this, and her reply, it reminds me of what I'm like, and it might remind you of what you're often like. She says, give me the water so I don't have to come to this well anymore. I could just drink it once and I'd be done. She misses the point, and we often miss the point for the same reason as this woman. We're so concerned with the material, the day-to-day, that we can't see the spiritual. We can't get our heads above the clouds. When we talk about the emotional thirst that we have in our lives, the struggles that we have in our lives, many of us think, if I just changed this in my schedule, if I just had a little bit more time, if I just did this, or if I just did this, everything would be different. Eh, It's good to change some things, and it can make a difference. But for everything to be different, you and I need the living water that only Jesus Christ can supply. You have to start there. To enjoy living water, to enjoy living water, you have to realize, I've got some hopes and some dreams and some desires, and the only way those are going to ultimately be fulfilled is in Jesus Christ. But to enjoy living water, there's something else you and I have to do. You have to honestly face some things about yourself. Listen to what happened next. Jesus was honest with her. In verses 16 to 18, he said, go and call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, you are right when you say you have no husband. The fact is, you have had five husbands, and the man you have now is not your husband. What you said is quite true. I can just hear the tenderness in Jesus' words to this woman. She's come to a point where she's ready to change. But in order to change, she has to be honest about her life. And so Jesus appeals to her conscience, to the changes that he wants to work in her life. When this woman says, give me this water, Jesus immediately addresses the point of pain in her life and the point of guilt in her life. It's interesting, in the Greek language, as you walk through this conversation, this woman talks with Jesus, and her words become more and more until this statement. In verse 9, Jesus talks, and she replies with 11 words. In verse 15, she replies with 13 words. Verses 11 and 12, she has 42 words, a question. She's beginning to talk, to converse with Jesus. But then when he brings up, go call your husband, in the Greek language, it's just three words. I know husband. And Jesus says, yes, you're right. You've had five, and the one you have now is not your husband. And that day, for a woman to be with someone who was not her husband, the whole town would have known that she was an immoral woman. That's the reason she was coming out to this well to draw water. She was a social outcast because of her sin. We've all sinned. But this woman, the whole city knew what sin she had committed. And Jesus brings her entire past, her life, into focus in this one sentence. You're right when you say you have no husband. The fact is you've had five, and the man you have now is not your husband. How would it feel to be talking with Jesus Christ and to be excited about living water and the changes that he could work? Just think about this personally for a moment. And then all of a sudden, for him to stop the conversation and to say, wait a minute, let me just bring your life into focus. And for him to remind you of some of the directions that your life has taken, maybe some of the directions it's taking right now that are keeping you from that living water, from that hope. Tomorrow, we're going to finish this story. 
But this is a good place to break because this is the dramatic moment. What is she going to do? Is she going to get angry at Jesus, reject him, walk away, run away from the truth, run away from the living water? Or is she going to accept the truth about herself and accept the truth about Jesus so that she can enjoy this living water? It's not just her question. It's my question. It's your question. You and I face this dramatic moment in some way every day. Am I going to face the truth about myself? about Jesus Christ today? Am I going to trust him or am I going to trust me? Am I going to rely on him or am I going to rely on myself? Am I going to do it my way or am I going to do it his way? Am I going to face the truth about myself, enjoy the truth about who he is? That dramatic moment may be more dramatic than I know as I'm going to lead us in a prayer in just a moment in your life right now. You may be at a moment where it feels like your life's going to fall apart. This woman was. She felt like it had already fallen apart. But here's Jesus offering her living water. And he offers it to you. And whether it's accepting it for the first time or realizing for the first time in a long time, Jesus Christ is offering you living water right now. But it begins with this dramatic moment of accepting the truth about yourself. Just do that right now in prayer. Just say to God, God, I'm tired. I'm tired of putting up a front, putting on a mask, pretending even to myself that some things about me that are true aren't true. God, I'm prideful. God, I'm a sinner. God, I'm in need of you every day of my life. And I'm sorry that sometimes I act like I can do it all, think it all, be it all on my own. Lord, I come to you right now. And I ask you to help me to understand how deeply you love me. And that you wouldn't bringing this up in my heart right now if you didn't love me. It's not your intent to leave me with feelings of guilt. Jesus, you came not to condemn the world, but to save the world. And so right now I recognize that you're bringing this up in my heart because, because you want to make a difference in my life. You have living water to offer me right now today. So I rest in you. And I ask that in this conversation with this woman, I would see the drama of what you want to do in my life, the new, fresh, eternal life that you want me to enjoy every day of my life. Thank you, Jesus, that I can trust in you. I accept the truth about myself. I accept the truth about you. And I want your living water. In your name I pray. Amen.